This episode of Tales from Ostlantis is brought to you by Ostlantis Premium. Don't you just hate having your favorite podcast interrupted by ads like this? Well, dear listener, you're in luck. Because starting at just three bucks a month, you can support independent Chicano media and receive ad-free episodes, premium episodes, bonus content, and access to our Discord server. Just visit talesfromastlantis.com and click Go Premium, or follow the link in the show notes. And now, on with the show. You must excuse me. I've grown quite weary. This hasn't been easy, I know. But you've learned a lesson. A lesson in honesty. Honesty to yourself and honesty to others. That lesson will stand you in good stead all your life. I think we've all learned a good lesson. I've always heard that honesty is the best policy. Now I'm catching on to why that's so. To why that's so. To why that's Greetings, so, why dear that's listeners, so. and welcome to the Tales from Astlantis bonus minicast, episode one, The Hispanic Population Myth. I am your host for this solo episode, Curly Tlapoyawa. For this episode, I thought I would revisit an article I wrote 21 years ago. This article was originally written as a response to the Eurocentric and tone-deaf event we know as Hispanic Heritage Month. And I think that you'll agree, the subject matter is as relevant today as it was back in the year 2000. So, let this be a content warning for all the Hispanics, Latinos, Hispanos, Latinas, and Latin Xers out there who may be listening. The Hispanic Population Myth For years now, so-called demographic experts have been telling us that Hispanics are the fastest-growing minority group in the United States, with an estimated population of around 31 million people. Whether this ridiculously overblown estimate is part of a calculated misinformation campaign or merely the result of ignorance on the part of demographers is beside the point, because it is utterly and completely wrong. When the enlightened folks at the Census Bureau decided that it was their right to label, or more accurately, mislabel, people according to ethnic heritage, they instituted a practice which many in the indigenous community refer to as demographic genocide. This is the act of erasing entire ethnic groups by simply defining them out of existence. Sound a little far-fetched? Well, consider this. With a mere stroke of the pen, government bureaucrats have managed to demographically eliminate more indigenous people than even the conquistadorks themselves. While the tactics employed by the Census Bureau certainly differ from those of the Spaniards, the end result remains the same. And if you happen to be of native blood, there is something truly sinister about a government agency telling you that your people no longer exist by redefining you as white. Hispanic being a word that describes white Europeans who trace their roots back to Spain. Now, if we take the supposed 31 million Hispanics 
and bothered to classify these individuals in regard to their true ethnic ancestry, heritage, and culture, we would find that it is the indigenous community, not Hispanics, who carry the greater numbers. A little simple mathematics will bear this out. Chicano Mexicanos comprise 65% of the alleged 31 million Hispanics, yet the ethnic background and cultural heritage of Chicano Mexicanos is overwhelmingly indigenous and most definitely not Hispanic. Our people are the Mexica, the Nahua, the Maya, Chontal, Mixteca, Otomi, Raramuri, Totonac, Yaqui, Apache, etc. And we deserve to be recognized and respected for who we are. In fact, 85 to 90% of the Mexican population is of native blood. In fact, the word Mexican itself is of indigenous origin, not Spanish. If we account for this, the Hispanic population drops considerably, while the indigenous population rises by around 17 million people. And if we add to this number the 2.4 million American Indians already identified as living within the United States, the indigenous population soars to nearly 20 million people. Now that is a powerful population base and a reality the Census Bureau would rather ignore. Now, keep in mind, this isn't even taking into account the countless Central and South Americans who have been unjustly mislabeled as Hispanics, nor is it considering the many Blacks and Asians who are being misrepresented by the Hispanic label as well. If we take all of these factors into consideration... I would venture to guess that the actual Hispanic population in the United States is far less than 2 million people, if even that. In an attempt to counter the destructive practice of demographic genocide, indigenous scholar and UC Davis professor Jack Forbes recently called upon Chicano Mexicanos and Central Americans to identify themselves as native people on all future government documents, including the census. By doing so, native people can reclaim the right of self-identification and proclaim to the world that our people are still very much alive. If Chicano Mexicanos and Central Americans wish to be involved in a struggle which truly reflects our cultural heritage and values, we should unite ourselves with other indigenous nations rather than seek acceptance through the assimilation-oriented Hispanic cause with its hollow goals and promises. By remaining silent and allowing a group of pencil-pushing bureaucrats to wipe us out by defining our very existence, in effect accomplishing what the Spaniards couldn't do in over 300 years of slavery, rape, and genocide, we dishonor our ancestors who bravely resisted European imperialism. Ancestors like Cuauhtémoc, Popé, Tupac Amaru, Cuitlawa, Emiliano Zapata, and many other warriors, men and women, who fought and died so that our people would never have to submit 
so that we would never have to call ourselves things like Hispanic or Latino. And at a time when violence against Chicano Mexicanos is running rampant, with law enforcement agencies and private citizens taking turns hunting our people down like animals along the border, we need to remember who we are and where we come from. So stand up and say it loud. I'm brown and I'm proud. I hope you enjoyed this special bonus mini-cast episode of Tales from Astlantis. If you enjoy the podcast, please consider visiting talesfromastlantis.com and signing up as a Patreon supporter. Your monthly micropayments help keep us ad-free and independent. Until next time, dimoitase. And remember, the truth is like medicine. It doesn't always taste good. But it's always good for you. Thank you for listening to Tales from Astlantis, a project of the Chimali Institute of Mesoamerican Arts. If you enjoy the show, please consider becoming a Patreon supporter. You can do this by visiting talesfromastlantis.com and clicking support the podcast. Your continued support will help keep the podcast ad-free and independent. Until next time, dimoitase.